welcome to our Weeb There Yet, an exploration in education and anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dana Hollander. And I'm Brennan McCullough, your anime... I forgot to come up with one today, uh, this week, so I'm going to say Carl Sagan. Huh? Anime mm. Carl Sagan. What's that you about? You want to bake an anime pie? What? What? Is he a baker? Is uh, it Carl a, Sagan's yeah. the spaceman? Yeah. Yeah. He had a, he had a thing. Uh, uh, if you want to bake a pie from scratch, you have to invent the universe. Oh. Or some, I forget the exact quote, but uh, yeah. That, yeah, that's a thing. Anyway. <laughs> I thought he was just a turtleneck aficionado. I didn't know really much more about him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I forgot to come up with one this week. So uh, that's the quality you get. <laughs> Uh, flying by the seat of our pants this week. Fun <laughs> stuff. Listen, I got, it bo- <laughs> I got boba tea. I'm all, I'm all spurnt up. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> well, what do we have going on this week? This week, we're watching a listener recommendation from uh, Hattie Cosplay on Twitter. And they recommended A Place Further Than the Universe. Uh, this oh. was... I know n- nothing about it. I'm guessing space with the title. And, <laughs> Checks out. Uh, they recommended it based on uh, our laid back camp saying like, hey, if you like cute girls doing a bunch of fun stuff together, having a good old time, watch this one. I was like, sold. I'm in. Done. That's sounds all I need. Good. <laughs> that Great. sounds about as much as I can handle right now. <laughs> yeah. That's the most stressful media I can stomach. <laughs> I I burnt through laid back camp so fucking like I think I finished it that day if not immediately the next morning we record it like I fucking love that show and there's like absolutely nothing to it it's just fun time with friends and it's just so pure and funny sometimes so, that's all you need that's all you need and I was like <laughs> well t- this is happening right now so I'm gonna need that again I'm gonna, I'm gonna need another pick me up. I so. like that you just say this, <laughs> this just like just gesturing vaguely. Everything. <laughs> this is happening, so we need something light and cheerful. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, also, real quick, I said last week I would update you if I finish Beastars. I have not. So, <laughs> here we are. Yep. Shocking, I know. Not surprised. Hey, Dana, how's Given going? How'd you finish Given? <laughs> I still have three okay. episodes left. Right. But I saw a spoiler. <laughs> I saw a spoiler, so then I was just like, well, now do I even want to watch it? Yes! It's Ugh. good. Finish it. You two do. You'll get so. out of this. Do your homework. <laughs> but I've I've already seen them kiss. <gasps> what else do I care about? What? What? There's more. Follow the journey. Okay. Do you guys know? <laughs> back on topic. Do you guys know Speaking anything of about journeys? <laughs> a further journey beyond this podcast. Uh, do you know anything about this show? Mm-mm. Nope. I feel yeah. like I've heard of it, but. I looked mm. it up. I thought it was newer. It was a uh, original run was uh, 2017. So newish. Mm-hmm. In yeah. the in the grand scheme of kind of shows we watch is from the eighties to now, so yeah, it's newer. <laughs> so yeah, yeah fre- fresh off the presses and like sat on the shelf for a while, but we got around to it and it's still good. <laughs> just a thin <laughs> no layer of dust. Date. Yeah, yeah. Uh, those are just recommendations anyway. They're, they have no legitimacy to them. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work in produce. It's a lie. <laughs> Uh, Don't trust the government, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I used to... (laughs) We had, like, meat, and, you know, the meat went bad faster. So they put, like, discount prices to try and sell the meat quicker, like, if it was closer to expiration date. And someone would be like, hey, this meat's, like, within a week, is it? And I just slap, like, 50% off sticker on it. I'm like, there you go. Get out of here. And just (laughs) don't talk to me. I just... That uh, one's on me. (laughs) (laughs) If you talk to me when I had those stickers in my hand, you got a discount. I don't care what it was. I slapped that thing (laughs) on a bottle of milk. It's gone. (laughs) Who needs it? Who needs it? Get it out of here. Oh, this light bulb's expiring. Get out of my face. <laughs> oh, it's still fresh. <laughs> ah, delicious. Uh, yeah, Why did you do a light bulb like an <laughs> apple? We're a little punchy this opening because we just have no context for this show. So yeah. <laughs> it's a little all over the place. I'm excited, well, though. I like a chill time with cute girls. Yeah, this should be fun. Shall we dive on in? Let's explore. Shoot for the stars. 
finally, I've collected all seven Dragon Balls. Now to make my wish. Shenlong, come forth! What is your wish? I wish that there is a podcast that combined Dragon Ball with improv comedy. That is beyond the scope of my power. Yeah, I figured. Because this podcast you seek already exists. What? But I'll let these two hosts explain more. Thank you for the introduction, Shenlong. We're Kame House Party. I am Aaron. I'm Vince. And we are the only improv comedy Dragon Ball podcast in the universe. We go through every iteration of the Dragon Ball franchise, episode by episode. We've covered the original run of Dragon Ball, and we just started Dragon Ball Z. But don't worry, you don't have to start from the beginning, because each week we do a one-minute roundup where we summarize everything that has happened in Dragon Ball thus far. New episodes come out every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. A new episode just dropped. My wish has been granted. (laughs) (laughs) That's much closer than Beyond the Universe. Yeah, that ain't space. (laughs) That ain't space. This show lied to me. False advertising. Fucked up. I fucked up. (laughs) We don't want to spoil ourselves so we don't research it. And sometimes we're just super wrong. (laughs) Universe. Space. Got it. (laughs) Got it. That makes sense. Antarctica. That's in the universe. Interesting. When I when I hear laid back camp laid back camp, but with space, I imagine like astronaut girls like camping on planets. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, that'd be great. That's not what this was, but you know, Still good. Still delightful, most. It makes most sense. For the most part. Still makes sense, because I was like, hmm, how are they going to get into space and camp? I was like, <laughs> yeah, it makes sense that they would. <laughs> makes sense <laughs> that it's not about space at all. <laughs> this that's is more realistic. Me. Yeah. So, I, on a scale of 1 to 10, we have seen some extremely hyper-specific anime. <laughs> Where do you think... This show is about planning for an expedition to Antarctica. I think we're at least about seven, but I don't, I don't know. I feel like we're going to see much more hyper specific stuff down the road. And I don't want to skew the uh, rating (laughs) system this early. I guess so. I'm trying to think of what 10 would be right now. Would it be like Silver Spoon? Uh, mm, I don't know. I mean, Silver Spoon specific, but I don't know if it was that specific. I'm thinking Sarah Zanme was like real niche, mm. but I'm thinking. Well, it's yeah. about mythology, though. It's about a. It's about a Japanese myth. That's true. You know? Kappas, yeah. It's about the same as a show being about Hades and Persephone. Ah, oh, someday. I uh, love them so much. <laughs> I think. I think we have to like keep in mind of like the realism gauge of like stuff that's actually feasible for a person to do yeah. versus magic. Like, and because the magic stuff can always get so much more specific. Yeah, um, yeah, I think specifically with it being in realism, because if it's like, ah, oh, I'm a wizard, I'll send you to Antarctica real quick. That does that. That could be an episode. That's not a hyper specific yeah. show. That's the Wizard Beach episode. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like, okay, this series is about one boat trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I'd put it up there. I can't yeah. think of what 10 would be, but yeah, it's, 10 is uber specific. Yeah. I, I think at least a 7. Probably yeah. about a 7. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, let's get into it. Let's. Yeah. Episode 1 starts out. You got a girl talking about how she's interested in stagnant pools of water and how she likes to see them overflow and all the water rush out. I don't know what this show is about at this point, and it was very confusing. Oh, I'm sorry. That is the most hyper-specific anime. <laughs> Just about Tide Fools. That's all it's about. <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> see? There's the audience. The marine biology anime. Does that exist? I, give I it time. So. If not. I, w- I feel like animation studios are just like, hey, Jeff, what are you really into? And then let's make a show about cute four cute girls bonding over that and then going on an adventure to do that. And, like, that's just what this genre is. And, like, I'm super on board for that genre. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so she's talking about the stagnant pools of water. And it turns out it's a dream or a memory. And it cuts to a woman going up to a girl who's laying upside down on bed sleeping. And she just takes a wet washcloth and puts it over the girl's face. 
as she begins to clean up the room. And the girl freaks out and wakes up because her mother tried to waterboard her. And we've all done that in the shower once or twice, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It happens. Okay, just me. <laughs> and, uh, you know, mom's mad. Her room's so dirty until she starts cleaning up and, you know, wake up on time. And, you know, she's sleeping in. And then the girl finds a diary. And when she starts looking through it, she sees it was a diary she started presumably in middle school. And it was what she wants to do in high school. And now it's her second year in high school, and she's looking back on it. And it was like, you know, first one, start a diary, check. <laughs> S- thing two, go somewhere you're not plan like you you don't plan to, just go on a journey on anywhere. Uh, like step three, like play hooky from school once. That's about it. That's it's a short <laughs> to do list for high school. <laughs> I have modest dreams, <laughs> really grounded. Uh, and so far, she's only started that diary. So, oh, and then, like, the last one's, like, make the most out of her youth, which, that's, it's a lot of pressure to put on yourself in high school. Truly. <laughs> and uh, once she sees that, she starts crying, because she's, she's realizing, like, I ain't done any of this, and I'm, I'm wasting it. I'm wasting my youth. And then we get uh, the opening, which is just a montage of girls going on an expedition and doing a bunch of activities in Antarctica. It's around this point. I like I, it. It's around this point, I was like, uh-oh, that ain't space. <laughs> Whoops. Are they on the ice planet Huff? <laughs> oh no, Wampas. Uh but still on board. And then we see the girl uh after the opening we see the girl talking to a friend of hers. Oh, she's wasting her youth and she wants to make the most of it. And she says she's going to play hooky tomorrow and skip school and she's going to go to Tokyo and just I do something. She doesn't know. She's just going to get out of school. And her friend's like, "All right, yeah. Cool." She's like, what? But I'm playing hooky. It's like, I'm going to be skipping school and like not doing my work. And she's like, yeah, it, duh, yeah. What? No one cares. Everybody else has done it. Yeah. She's like, no, but like, I'm skipping school. It's like, yeah, literally everyone else. I've done it. Everyone's done it. It's not that big of a deal. But me, a nerd. A nerd. (laughs) I'm not cool. She's like, yeah, this isn't cool. And so, yeah, so we find out the main girl's name is Kimari. And yeah, she's just. Just real nerd. Just real big old dork. And uh, she goes home and is all excited, planning her trip and packing a big, you know, gym bag for extra clothes so she can change out of her school uniform at the train station. And uh, the next day it's raining a bit. We see her get to the station and uh, we see a little cl- uh, cutaway of her, like, talking to her friend on the phone saying, like, oh, right, yeah, I'll, I'll tell the school some story of why you're not in. And then if your parents call me, if you stay overnight somewhere, I'll tell them, like, oh, you stayed at my place and give you a story. She's like, all right, cool. Thanks, bud. And then it cuts back to Kamari back in school with her friend sitting at the desk. Being like, the fuck are you back here for? She's like, I got scared. It's, I'm uh, nervous. It rained. It's going to be wet on the outside of the train I'm in. <laughs> she starts coming up with excuses, but in the end, she's like, I just, I am, I'm a baby. I'm baby. I just got scared. That'd be me. <laughs> She's like, well, you always overthink things. You just figure out, like, every possible scenario, what could go wrong? And you think, like, oh, well, if that's going to happen, why even bother? And you end up psyching yourself out of stuff. She's like, that can be good. Like, you know, you're very precautious and, you know, you try to avoid bad things. She's like, yeah, but I also fucking hate that because then nothing happens. And I never do anything. It's like, ah, yep, that, yep, it me. Yep. Wow. <laughs> Checks out. Uh, At me next time. <laughs> uh, anxiety. Our old friend. I was just thinking about how even when I would like decide to not go to class one day, like even at community college, I would like justify it to a lot of people. (laughs) Like I would like tell my parents, I would tell Paul, I would tell myself over and over again, like, it's okay. Like I'm doing really well and I really don't need to be there and I don't feel well, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. I never skipped high school. Uh, When I did, it was like fake sick day. So I just hung, hung out at home, but I never like skipped class or anything because i'm like no i'm gonna get in trouble yeah <laughs> nope i never worried about getting in trouble but i always was worried about how much work i was gonna have to catch up on because then you have two days of work to catch up on and i was mm-hmm. like oh, i just don't want to do that and then sometimes you're on an mmo wedding in city heroes till three in the morning you're like yo mom i'm out <laughs> so true <laughs> there's sometimes i just casually just like oh i was sick all the time anyway i had an excuse built in <laughs> it's called bad genetics anyway um <laughs> As we see Kamari going home uh, that day from school, she's hopping on the train uh, to go home, and she sees a girl run by, and as the girl's running by, she drops a little envelope, 
Kamari picks it up. She's like, oh, wait, I, yeah, excuse me, miss, you dropped your envelope. And the girl's already on the train and gone. She's like, all right, well, let me see what it is. Oh, shit. Just money. Just the fat stacks of yen. Just mm-hmm. stupid money. Uh, we see her the next day at school showing her friends. And she's like, God, it's a million yen. That's a lot of quiche. It's, that's some real dough. That's yeah. a lot of money to be carrying around. Yeah, it's like, what, $10,000? So something uh, close to that. It might be a hundred. Okay, yes, it is ten thousand. It's like it's well, it's ninety two hundred, but you know, yeah, yeah. close. It's that. a lot of money. Yeah, so it's like ten thousand dollars. So it's a yeah. Don't want to just drop that at a train station, that's for sure. And I'm like, all right, did you go to the cops? She's like, no, I got nervous because I got anxiety. <laughs> right? Okay, forgot. <laughs> Remembered, uh, dork <laughs> nerd. That's nerd. me. <laughs> Can't conf- confront anyone ever. Um, and she's like, all right, fine. Do you remember what the girl looked like? She's like, I think she had a school uniform for our school. So I think she goes here. I don't know the grade. She had long hair and she had good, like her hair smelled nice. And her friend's like, cool. That's weird. Why do you like, why is that what you remember? (laughs) Not helpful. (laughs) And she's like, all right, we can like start looking around and there's going to be a lot of girls with long hair, but I guess we can just try to find her. She's like, okay. And we see Kamari like immediately start looking around. And we see a girl walk by with long hair and goes into the bathroom. Kamari follows her in there, and the girl goes in a stall and just starts freaking out and slamming against the door and, just, you know, kind of screaming, like, yeah, a million yen, a million yen! And, like, with then we hear her crying. Kamari's just like, yo, I'm gonna just chill out here for a second and not, <laughs> not let her have her moment. And uh, when the girl comes out of the stall, uh, you see she, she was crying. <clears throat> and Kamari uh, comes up to her and is like, oh, uh, money? And, like, you can't, it doesn't really find, like, the right words. And the long-haired girl just, like, flies into her, like, up in her face and gets real intense. And uh, we find out, you know, she's panicking. And then the girl starts, like, sobbing on, like, her shoulder, like, thanking her so much for finding her money and stuff. And it cuts to them uh, on a balcony. Oh. (laughs) Before it cuts to them, it cuts away to, like, commercial bumper. And we see Kamari's friend just going around sniffing other girls. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was a fun little cutaway. Um, and then it comes back to uh, Kamari and the long-haired girl on, like, a balcony, like, outside of the classroom. And she's talking about, uh, the long-haired girl's talking about, like, her mom and saying, like, oh, her, my mom wrote a book called A Place Further Than the Universe. Ha-ha. Wink. Hey. There it is. And it's all about Antarctica. And... She has all that money because she's been working a lot of part-time jobs. That's all she does in her free time outside of school is working, you know, various part-time jobs to earn enough money to finally afford a trip to Antarctica. Because that shit's expensive and rare. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we find out the girl's mom actually went missing on an expedition to Antarctica. And that's what she wrote the book on. So that's why this girl's kind of, like, obsessed with it. And uh, her mom was never found. So... Dead parent club? Question mark? Oh, you know she's holding out hope that she's alive. Oh, I, yeah. I was wondering that because we've had later episodes of like, I'm coming to Antarctica, Mom. I'm coming to find you. And I was like, hey. Sweet. But sweet yeah. honey. Like, it's been oh, three years. Oh, no. She's like, in an iceberg. Like, it's, she's not there. <laughs> like, I'm... I can't tell if the show is gonna have, like, a, oh, I got stuck in this abandoned research station. Ha ha ha, you found me. Everything's okay. But, like, in real life, no, like she's so. super dead. Super she's dead. been dead for two years and uh, <laughs> 11 months. months. <laughs> yeah. I feel like they wouldn't do that. I don't know, though. I, I think it's more of, like, I'm coming, you know, I'm coming to Antarctica Mom, like, in your name, like, in your spirit, like, you know, to do what you did to the place you loved sort of thing, rather than, I'm going to find your frozen body, Mom, and I'm going to bring you back to Japan, because mm, we, no, we've all seen right. says, I'm going to find my mom. <laughs> she yeah. She's specifically going to look for her. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. It's, it's just, I think she's just, you know, sh- she's just like, there's no proof that she's dead, so I'm just, she's alive. We, Am I right, fellas? We've seen the because thing. Because she's a high schooler and she's in <laughs> denial. Yeah. I mean, I, like, I get it, but um, she uh, is dead. Right? She's not super yeah. dead. I have, I have a feeling that this show would not be uh, unrealistic enough to be like, here she is. You yeah. found her. But who I, knows? It, it is anime after all. 
I, I figure that's also a reason why a lot of like animes and just shows in general are about high schoolers and teenagers. It's like they're dumb enough to believe this. Be like, yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> or that Lara Croft Tomb Raider movie, the recent one where her dad's just on this island for like seventeen. Anyway, I got problems with that movie. I won't get into <laughs> it. Um, so she, yeah, she says like, I'm, my mom was never found, but I'm hoping to find her one day. And that's uh, so why she's saving up the money. And then uh, cuts to Kamari and her friend at like convenience store. And she's kind of just gushing about the long-haired girl. Uh, she says her name is Kabushi Azawa Shirasi. Gonna Shirasi. Gonna get that one. Shirase, yeah. Shirase. Uh, she's just kind of gushing about her to her friend. I'm like, ah, she's so determined and like impressive and cool, and she earned all that money. And she's got a goal in mind, and she's fucking doing something crazy like I wanted to do in high school. That's so memorable, and I envy her. She's so cool. And we even get like a little reaction shot of the cashier of like, yo, chill. as at this point i was like the gay question mark i'm like yeah hold off we don't you know we don't want to burn that square right away on the bingo card but like it depends over it um and uh her friend is saying like oh yeah shirase is only known about like she's known as antarctica because that's all she talks about and she's kind of a weirdo so people kind of give her shit for it yeah i called her auntie in my notes (laughs) just to, to honor that and not laziness because I missed her name. <laughs> <laughs> this is my uncle and this is my auntie. Uh, and the next day we see Kamari uh, goes to the library and looks up the book uh, that uh, Shirase's uh, mom wrote. And she's looking through it and it looks like it's a photography book. So there's a lot of pictures of Antarctica. And she just gets enamored and sucked into it right away. And uh, then it cuts to Shirase getting bullied by her bike rack. You know, bullies being like, ah, oh, maybe you can get your bike out. Maybe you can. Maybe if you toss me about 50 bones, we can talk about this. Because um, the rumor got out that, you know, she had money. She had, you know, a million yen when they were looking to give it back to her. So people know she's got that cash. And uh, Kamari runs around the corner being like, oh, hey, uh, Shirase, a uh, t- teacher's looking for you. You better go talk to that teacher real quick before they punish you. Like they could punish us for any given reason. Wink. And just uh, <laughs> trying to scare the bullies off. And they're just like, ah, fuck it. And they walk away. So it works. And um, Kamari uh, says she wants to encourage. She wants to encourage Sarase uh, to go. Because, uh, uh, oh, she wants to encourage her to go. Because uh, she gets scared so easily by doing something like uh, chickening out at the last second. So she's like, no, I, I want to encourage you to do this. You're not a weirdo. I, I want to support you in this. Uh, because it's also kind of my dream of doing something you know big like that while still in high school, and she says like, oh yeah, people say they want to support me before, but uh, you know they always they always back out, they always chicken out. And she's like, and Kamari's like, no, I'll come with you. I I'll go to Antarctica with you. She's like, hmm, we'll I've see. I've heard that before. <laughs> Don't break my heart. <laughs> you wouldn't believe how many people. <laughs> if I had a million yen for every time someone told me, <laughs> I could have led my own expedition to Antarctica. <laughs> I wouldn't have had to work so many goddamn jobs. <laughs> and uh, she says, if she's really serious about her and supporting her, come to this location. She gives her like a pamphlet. She's like, come to this dock tomorrow to like scout out this uh, you know, shipping vessel that's going to go on an expedition to Antarctica. I'm going to be there tomorrow morning. If you show up there tomorrow, I'll, t- I'll take you seriously. And then we see a little montage of Kamari uh, looking at stuff and, you know, looking at the pamphlet and looking up stuff about Antarctica online and flip-flopping whether she should actually go or not because now, now she's about to chicken out like she usually does. And uh, her sister goes to wake her up on s- Saturday morning. And uh, when she pops her head in, like, ah, you got to wake up. Oh, she's gone. She's already awake. And she's out of the house. She's going to that boat. And uh, at the train station, we see, uh, we get a little, you know, another little montage of her going from, like, train to train and, like, finding her, uh, you know, route that she has to go on. And we see her getting nervous and, like, thinking about backing out. Maybe, you know, it's not too soon to run back home. She's like, no, gotta stick with it. And when she gets on one of the trains, she actually runs into Shirase. She's like, oh, well, looky here. Uh, And we uh, get the ending credits going over while, like, all the train sequence stuff uh, plays out. And uh, we see them sitting together on, like, the last train. And uh, we get, like, all these, like, cute little shots. Like, they're trying to get a picture of, like, Mount Fuji and a guy's head's in the way. Um, (laughs) They're looking at, like, uh, train lunch someone bought. And they bought, like, the whole menu or just a lot of food. And they're, like, drooling over it. And we see Shirazi, like, pulling out her money, like, the million yen she has. And she's like, no, I can't, but I'm hungry and I need to. 
Um, and we see them splitting a lunch. Uh, and then we see her falling asleep on uh, Kamari's shoulder and putting her head there. So that should... I feel like that should be a bingo card. I that's feel like, enough. <laughs> I think that's gay. That's enough for me to ship. I feel like I should... We should put... That should be a bingo card on the bingo card because I feel like I say it every episode now. Um, and then we get... Uh, after the credits go and the song ends, we get shots of them running down the docks and seeing the boat. And we see the boat is named Shiraze. So it's got her name <gasps> on it too. I don't I don't know if that's just coincidence or if it's like her mom named the boat or like what, but like... Ah, destiny. Wow. And um, it ends with a... Sh- what was it? Oh. Um, and then uh, Trazi like... What was it? Kamari asked her something like, oh, how are you going to... How are we going to get on? And Trazi's like, ah, you leave that to me. And she like smiles. And then Kamari's head, she's like... Uh, the way her... The her like, ends of her lips curled around when she smiled. Like, got me all excited. I was like, all right, there it is, gay. Gay? Chick. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's... If you're feeling something when she smiles at you... That's gay. That's gay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, at the very end, so we get like very little clips at the very end of the episode, so they're not uh, super important, but we get a shot of the convenience store girl uh, named, uh, named Hanada uh, looking at the globe in the convenience store and looking down at the bottom of Antarctica being like, hmm, sparking her interest. So that's episode one. So uh, th- we pick up episode two. So their game plan, uh, that ship leaves later that year in November. It sails down to Antarctica. Of course it sails to Antarctica. It (laughs) sails to Australia, stops to refuel, and then finishes the trip to Antarctica. So they're like, okay, so we're going to meet it down there in Australia in December, hop aboard, and then it'll take us down. So they're like, okay, all we need is money for a plane ticket to Australia. Easy peasy. So, uh, uh, Kamari's uh, looking for a uh, part-time job, trying to find something uh, that will pay for the flight, uh, is looking at, like, uh, uh, escort... Oh, no, not escort <laughs> service. Um, but uh, looking like- for, like, the hospitality market, being like, oh, they're looking for high school girls. Um, but her friend is like, uh, you, uh, mm, uh, mm. don't <laughs> don't do that job. Yeah, uh, don't. But also, <laughs> like, are you really going to Antarctica, dude? <laughs> Bruh, really? <laughs> uh, and as she's doing research in class, she's seeing like, okay, the last expedition. Uh, I should also say that uh, uh, they're going down as part of a civilian expedition group because it's like the first one in a few years. So uh, mm-hmm. as they're as uh, Kimari's looking into it, she's uh, learning about the last expedition, uh, which was super dangerous. This, I believe this specific one was the one uh, uh, Shirase's mom was on. So they're like, uh, uh, people went missing. Uh, they lost their sponsors. Uh, mm-hmm. So it, it, it's a troubled trip at this point. It's rough. Shit's rough. Uh, so she gets called out in class for doing this research and given detention. Uh, and, uh, she's, uh, late after school and, uh, she was supposed to meet Shirase, uh, out and about so they can keep, uh, finding jobs and all that stuff, but she got stuck in detention. Her friend stuck around and was like, hey, um, really? Really? <laughs> Think about it, because... I gotta say, I hate this bitch. (laughs) She is so discouraging. I get it, but also, like, all she does is, like, discourage Kimari. Shoot her down on stuff. Yeah, it's... I don't like her. I mean, in episode one, she was like, yeah, I got you. If if you're gonna play hooky, yeah, yeah, go for it. (laughs) And then was like, what the fuck? You didn't do it. Yeah. I can't understand, though, because it's like, it seems like she'll support her, like, yeah, you can do this, like, dumb little thing, it's fine. And it's like, I'm going to a giant ice continent miles away. It's like, you couldn't get on a train yesterday. What the fuck? Yeah, where did this come from? So I I see it of more concern, but she is, like, kind of pessimistic with it, shooting it down. Um, I was getting very big uh, uh, energy, like, laid-back camp vibes from her, because there's one friend in laid-back camp who's... You know, with the dog we saw, who's always at home for, like, most of the season, mm-hmm. and then joins up later. Because um, I actually watched episode four. Shh, I went ahead. <laughs> um, 
but we get uh, it's not a spoiler but we get a shot of her like seeing a picture uh kamari sends and like she kind of looks reluctant of like oh man i wish i was doing stuff so it kind of has similar vibes to that she's not in the opening though so. no yeah so i don't mm. think she actually joins but i think she maybe will support her more maybe later in the se- uh, series and kamari yeah. kamari's got big fujiko energy of like the golden retriever of just super passionate and just no idea what's happening <laughs> uh but yeah so uh a uh, friend is like, hey, th- this expedition, they're not going to just let high school girls join. Are you sure you can actually do this? So, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much talking going on right now, like in my neighborhood. It's driving Ooh. me crazy. It's spooky. Um, but yeah, so uh, she... Meets up with uh, Shirase and is like, oh, okay, uh, uh, sorry, I'm late. Shirase's like, you can't be late. We have to be punctual in, uh, in Antarctica. And immediately <laughs> is like, oh, what are you doing? It's like, hmm, maybe this is why people don't <laughs> follow through on the trip with you. Because you immediately start yelling at them. She's real intense. She's got to find her mom, who's super alive. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, she's like, okay, I found some part-time jobs. Here's this blah, blah, blah. I didn't understand what happened here. Uh, they were looking at the like, same job posting, like, go on walks with boys and get paid for it. Yeah. And then they cut to a vending machine, and then they cut back and, like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. And I don't understand. It was, was Kamari explaining to her what her friend explained to her about that job and saying, like, oh, you're essentially a paid... Once again, not an escort, but you're getting paid to date these boys and, like, go on dates with them and walk around. And, like, they're paying you to be their girlfriend for a bit. And uh, Shirase gets, like, embarrassed, like, because they're kind of naive and didn't know that. Gotcha. Okay. Because I was like, I thought these were mainstream enough that they would know what, like, a maid cafe is. But I, I guess not. Okay. They seem pretty clueless in general. Yeah. They're, in- they're innocent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, 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 they're walking down the street, uh, uh, and, uh, Kimari's like, hey, so, um, <laughs> my friend said this crazy thing that, like, <laughs> we probably can't join the expedition, but you, 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 you have that figured out, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> plan, right? <laughs> and, uh, sort of just, like, questions, like, we can actually do this, right? And Shrasi's like, huh, I knew you were a fair-weathered friend. <laughs> so like, long, traitor. <laughs> uh, we will never speak again because you asked me the question, how? <laughs> and I refuse to answer. <laughs> Provoking our blood oath. What? I took <laughs> your blood. But yeah, <laughs> so they part ways and then they come back together and it's like, okay, we're we're still in it. Uh, and then they pass the convenience store and they see a sign uh, for help wanted. Uh, so uh, uh, Kamari gets a job there, uh, meets her new co-worker, uh, and is like, hey, uh, you're, yeah, I'm a high schooler, just looking for money for a job for a trip. And co-worker's like, ah, to Antarctica, I see. <laughs> and she's like, mind reader. <laughs> Which... Uh, but, uh, uh, this is Miyake, uh, and she's like, oh, no, uh, you're, you're in the store a lot, and I hear you talking, so, um, you're, you're, very you're not quiet people. <laughs> um, but, uh, she's like, uh, that sounds rad, I am in, uh, because uh, you seem like cool people I want to hang out with, and you're doing cool shit, like going to Antarctica. Um, so, uh. Uh, Kamari takes her to Shirase to d- introduce her and join the team, and she's like, okay, but, like, do you have money for the flights? Can you uh, leave school? And she's like, oh, yeah, no, I I have my uh, GED equivalent in Japan. I forget what they actually said. But she's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm 16. I have two years until college entrance exam, so I I can dick around. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so, uh, they go into the city. They're uh, looking to uh, find the uh, expedition team meeting. Uh, they 
<laughs> for whatever reason, this meeting is held in the red light district of the city. So <laughs> they're like, oh, all, all these strip clubs and people asking <laughs> if they want to hang out. Uh, they're uh, super innocent children. Don't get it. Um, and then they get to where the meeting is held. And Shirase is like, okay. Now for my master plan. <laughs> Someone go seduce one of the boys so they'll sneak us onto the boat. It's like, well, um, I'm sorry. All of this Excuse was, was uh, we didn't know what hospitality jobs were. And now you want us to seduce strangers? I don't think so. <laughs> you don't have to do it recurringly like a job. You just got to do it this one time. <laughs> just the ones for no money. Yeah. <laughs> um so uh they uh uh they <laughs> push Kamari out and she awkwardly like poses like hello boys. Her, her pose <laughs> got a good cackle out of me cuz it's like yeah. the old time you like pin up like how you doing fellas? <laughs> and they're just like what are you? And like the two other girls are, like behind a truck being like what the hell are you doing? <laughs> like, what is that? Show some leg get your tits out. <laughs> Uh, another gay moment when uh, Kamari's like, ah, I don't have tits. Shirase has the best ones. <laughs> it's like, oh, She's yeah, gay. Cool. Um, <laughs> I've been checking you out. Oh. Uh, uh, so Shirase gets uh, pushed out and uh, is seen by the group and some people recognize her and are like, oh, this fucking bitch again. <laughs> so, Arctic um, nerd. So we have a uh, pointless chase sequence where um, uh, the girls go over to talk to her and Tarasi's like, run, they're about to murder us. Everyone split up. Scatter! Scatter! <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they run through the city. Uh, Kamari's like, wow, this rules. This feels like the rebellious youth that I was looking for. This is great. Um, this is living. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh this is truly just a filler chase because they all run into each other and just end up talking with the girls anyway. So uh, they go into <laughs> I thought a, it was fun. Yeah, they go into it's pretty. Yeah, it, it, it just served. It didn't serve a purpose because they're like, that, anyways, but... back to where we were. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, they meet and they're like, hey, look, no, I don't know how many times we have to tell you, but just no. Me. You you know, like, we're adults, and we're, like, trained for this, and, like, ready to go, and you're a high school girl. <laughs> and she's like, but I, hear me out, I have your sponsorship money, and throws down the million yen. And they're like, oh, cool, still no. <laughs> Rad, good job. Gonna say no again. Great, uh, you can't give us $10,000 to have you die on our hands. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, she's super dejected. She's like, this is the only thing I have in my life. I need this, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but they leave, and on the train back, uh, they're all bummed, and uh, uh, Miyake is like, okay, I propose... You are fired as team leader because clearly <laughs> you fucking suck at this, even though you've been <laughs> fixating on it for three years. Uh, so you're no longer the leader. We will figure this out. Just not following you. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's basically where we end up. I did like during the chase sequence, uh, Miyaki breaks off on her own and then she tries to just hide for a bit by sitting at a table with two drunk women. And yeah. Like, as the woman chasing her runs by, she's like, "Oh, I did it! Ah, shit, she saw me!" And the drunk women are like, "The drunk women are like, oh, bye, see you later." Just like, no idea. <laughs> um. So in episode three, we see a girl with dark hair, and she has like one braid, Ooh. and we actually saw her like in the group that was having the little Antarctica meeting. Um, she's at like a bus stop, and she's staying there, and she's she says. I could just die. And I'm like, what's your issue, baby? <laughs> what's going on with you? Um, and then our main trio are at Shirase's house, and they're doing some research. And that's when they find out that an actress their age will be going on the Antarctica trip. Ooh. And Shirase, like, freaks out, and she finds the number for this girl's agency. 
And she's like, call them. Tell them I deserve to go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm the star here. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, since my mom is an explorer and I'll come on. Um, And then they're like, why don't you call her? Call them. And she's like, I can't. I'm too too nervous. (laughs) And I'm like, bitch, you're all talk. Yep. Um, And so Hinata, like, uh, you were calling her, what's her name? Miyaki. Uh, I kept calling her Hinata. Yeah. Um, She presses, like, the call thing and holds it to Shirase's face, and they have, like, a little tussle over it, because Shirase's like, I'm not doing it! (laughs) Um, But then they realize that this girl is right there. (gasps) She's come to them. She's been behind me the whole time, hasn't she? (laughs) Uh, Her name is Yuzuki. Um, and they're, like, looking stuff up about her while she's sitting there, and she's like, oh my god. <laughs> Please don't. This is so embarrassing. Um, but she's there to ask if Shirase would like to go to Antarctica in her place. <gasps> because she doesn't actually want to go, and the only reason she gives is because she's sick of the cold. <laughs> I, um, I'm not sure if it was that and, scene, but there's also a moment where she's like, what, is it that outrageous that someone wouldn't want to go to a giant ice berg in the middle of the ocean i was like eh, she's got mm-hmm. a point there. <laughs> <laughs> um and shirase like celebrates and like kind of rubs it in the other two's faces being like i told you it would work <laughs> very proud and then slams she's her very toe. she's very hard he susan mia yeah um and the doorbell rings and yuzuki is just like well i'm gonna go <laughs> see you i'm gonna head out um and then she runs into the woman that rang the doorbell. And it is her manager and mother. Oh, no. Ah, her name is Tomiko. Um, and her mother is kind of like, listen, I know you don't want to go, but it's also not your place to decide. You got a contract. Um, and Shirase is like I, I, like, I have to go, though. Like, let me go in her place. And then Tomiko is like, can you perform, though? Like, she's going to be a reporter. Can you do that? And Shirase, like, tries, but she cannot. And then Hinata also tries, but she does a better job. And then Tamiko is like, can you be pretty? <gasps> and I'm just like, damn, bitch. <laughs> I think I'm First right. of all, she is pretty. Second of all, shut up. You're a grown woman. <laughs> Say that to a high schooler. Shut your mouth. I think Kamari is like, oh, God, that's so cold. <laughs> like, Yeah. Um... So, like, while they're kind of, like, being silly and, like, showing off their, quote, talent, uh, Tomiko, like, sneaks Yuzuki out. Um, and we see, like, a quick flashback of Yuzuki asking some girls if she can be their friend, um, because she's texting them and they're saying, like, oh, can you come to this? And she's like, oh, I don't know yet. Um... But so we realize now, like, her, she just wants to be a normal girl, a normal high schooler, but her mother does not understand. Ah, uh, Hannah Montana. Well. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. She does get to be a normal girl. That's, that's the whole Miley thing. That's true. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Um, so, um, her mom, her mom says, like, oh, it's fine. Like, you'll be back in time for, like, entrance exams, like, for college or whatever. And she's just like, do you not understand that that's not what I want? And she, like, gets mad and runs off. Um, and then Hinata and Kamari are at work, and Shirase bursts in, and uh, she has Tamiko's business card. And she's like, huh, her mom came back to, to- tell me that if we convince Yuzuki to go to Antarctica, we can go. Like, they'll take us with her so woohoo be her entourage Yuzuki would have like built-in friends um and Shirase is like come on let's go see her right now and then they're like it's after 10 p.m also we should like probably have a plan <laughs> just want to storm in on a celebrity yeah and they're like well uh the only also the only reason she gave us for why she doesn't want to go is because it's cold like there must be some other reason you know we should find out we should talk to her um and then we see Shirase and Hinata on the train, and Shirase is like, hmm, I've been pretty selfish, huh? And Hinata's like, yeah. <laughs> yep. But it's okay. Like, obviously, this is something you've wanted for a while, so. What'd she say? Like, selfishness, selfishness and, like, a self-assertion are, like, a thin line between. Yeah. Um, And it's just a sweet moment, and they, like, lean on each other. 
<laughs> Friendships are blossoming. <laughs> um, what? Oh, my phone <laughs> autocorrected glasses to gladders. What's a gladder? I don't know. So oh, Kamari's isn't he glasses the, uh, museum owl in Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. Like gladders. Mustache. He loves bugs. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Kamari's glasses friend asks her if she wants to go out to get something to eat. And she's like, oh no, like I already have plans with my new friends. Bye. And that's when I'm like, glasses friend is jealous. <laughs> um, so I wrote notes about how I don't like her. But, um, <laughs> it's a different so, podcast. Uh, <laughs> they go to Yuzuki's hotel and they like just so happen to get there as she's coming out. And she sees them, and um, they, well, they like, push Hinata out. And she's like, what a coincidence. You're staying here? I never would have guessed. <laughs> hey, look at you. Uh, running into you here. What, what are the odds? <laughs> um, and then they go to a cafe together, the four of them. She's uh, Yuzuki's going out to study, because since she doesn't go to school a lot, she has to catch up on her own. Um, and she's like, I haven't, like, convinced my mom of anything and they're like oh we know we but we like we do want to know why you don't want to go but they don't push her like she's like i I think this is what you're thinking of brendan when she's like is it weird that i don't want to go yeah i think this is the scene yeah um but they don't pressure her they're just like no like if you don't want to tell us that's cool and they just sit there for a minute um and then she says i just don't think you'll understand and then she goes into explaining how she's never had friends because she's been an actor since she was four. So even though she's like been going to school, she just doesn't have the time to like hang out and do extracurriculars and make bonding, you know, Friendship. have time. <laughs> Be a kid. <laughs> yeah. Live life. Um, eat dirt. <laughs> oh, I'm... You know, kid stuff. <laughs> um, uh, Dana, did you eat dirt as a kid? <laughs> No, I did not. <laughs> um, but so when she got to high school, she was like, this is it. This is the time. I'm going to make real friends and I'm going to do normal high school stuff. But then we see the rest of the flashback from earlier that when she asked those girls to be her friend, they immediately got up and were like, oh, my God, let's take a selfie together. You're a celebrity. Let's take a selfie. Yeah, we saw earlier, too, when she got first introduced. They're like, oh, can I get a picture with you? And she's like, no, that'd be against the you know usage of my image or something online. Like, yeah. She gave some, like, technical reason. Yeah. Um, but so she wants real friends. And then Kamari gives her a big old hug. And she's like, I totally understand where you're coming from. And then Yuzuki is like, no, I don't think you do. Because, like, you guys, you're all best friends. And they all look at each other and they're like, what? Uh, it's not that deep, baby. <laughs> Like, I, they kind of are like, we're not that close. Like, we're all trying to do this together, but we're not quite there yet. But, you know. <laughs> we've like known each other for, like, what, a week now? <laughs> I, yeah. I, I think Hanada even says, like, we've known each other for a month. And, like, we don't hang out all the time, like, outside of school or weekends or anything. So, like, eh. Yeah. There's, like, friendship will form along the way, baby. But for right <laughs> now, mm. um, And they take her back to the hotel and they're like uh we didn't really do what we set out to do (laughs) and shirase is like oh if she doesn't want to go like they're just gonna find another famous person to take her place our only chance of going is to convince her to go um and then we see yuzuki in bed and she's remembering kimari hug her and she's like that's the first time anyone has done that and i'm like does that mean your mom hasn't even hugged you i hope you mean in a friendly way <laughs> i was thinking about that i was like oh this got sad yeah and she's like is that what it's like like is that what it's like to have a friend human contact well um and then she hears a knock on her window and it's them on a ladder and they're back <laughs> They're back to convince her to go on the trip. And then Kamari is like, take my hand. And then she takes her hand and then the ladder falls. And then she wakes up. It was a dream. I I was very, um, very surprised by this. I was like, this better be a dream. Because if that ladder falls, they're dead. <laughs> She's on like the third yeah, floor. Fully. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she wakes up and she goes over to the window and laughs at herself. Um, and she looks at her phone and she sees that 
those like fake friends that keep trying to hang out with her have just removed themselves from their group chat and I'm like that's fine you don't need them Yuzuki <laughs> you're better than them bitches <laughs> um and then she hears a knock at the door and that's real um and she opens the door and it's it's her three new pals and they're like we heard you had a job in Tokyo so we thought maybe we could go with you and then she starts crying because she's just so happy to have friends. They want to hang out with her. <laughs> it's very nice. I have moments like that where I realize that people are my friends. <laughs> I just had one last week when Dugan brought me a loaf of bread. <laughs> hey. Um, but so they're like, oh, do you like have time before you have to leave? We should go somewhere together. And they go to the Polar Science Museum. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Yuzuki and Shirase are freaking out over some penguins. Fuzzy and cute. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they like get into a model of a truck and they're just looking around, learning. And they take a selfie together, and Yuzuki is the one that initiates it, and I think that's so sweet, because they didn't push her to take a selfie, because they don't care that she's famous. They just want to be her friend. Friendship. And also go to Antarctica. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the biggest one, but, but, uh, <laughs> but friendship is uh, still a factor. It's blooming on the way. Yeah. I mean, they care about her, obviously. <laughs> like, after hearing her story, they're like, oh. I think, well, we can be your friends. Yeah, I really like the restaurant scene because it wasn't like, you're all best friends. We're like, no, we're just not sociopaths. We just care about other human beings. <laughs> like, yeah. We have this it's thing not... called empathy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then they're in like a planetarium looking up at a display of the Aurora. Um, and they talk about how beautiful it is and that not many people get to see it. But they will. And I thought it was so sweet. That the episode started with Yuzuki saying, I could just die right now, like in a negative context. And it ended with her saying it like happily. Oh, I didn't realize It came full circle. Yeah, because she's like, oh, I could just die right now. Like, she's so happy. Yeah, because it ended on that. I was like, oh, that's a weird thing to end on. (laughs) No, she says it in the beginning. Yeah, that makes more sense now. Yeah. Duh. I know. I love a full circle. (laughs) Yeah. And that's episode three. Yeah, so, gang, are we there yet? I think think going into it with the uh, expectations of laid-back camp uh, hurt this for me. Really? Um, Mm. Yeah, because I was like, okay, uh, 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 not space, but uh, okay, Antarctica, we're going to get there, right? And then it's three episodes about planning a trip, (laughs) and it's like, oh... I thought we were gonna be outdoors and having fun, and and we got uh, let's find a part time job, let's blah blah blah, let's do a bunch of uh, tasks, and I was like, oh, this isn't. I went into it with the wrong expectations, so that's on me. But mm-hmm. it, uh, I wasn't the biggest fan. Mm. I mean, they gotta build up to it. They can't just be like, hey. Boom, Antarctica. How you doing? I mean, uh, laid back camp. There weren't like eight episodes of like, okay, gotta find the right tent. Going to REI all episode. It's like, no. We, if if you want to have a show in Antarctica, we can just start there. But like, I know they're doing a different thing, and I have the wrong expectations. But like, I I uh, this isn't what I signed up for. Is sort of my feeling. Gotcha. Hmm. I see it as like the build up. Like, until the eventual goal, like, uh, Stardew Valley or something, where you, you get the slow progression, and then when you finally get to the reward, it's that much more, you know, sweeter and more of a payoff, rather than just, like, we're in Antarctica, and it's just them sledding for 11 episodes. <laughs> yeah. I think the only the only way the show could disappoint me is if they don't get to go. <laughs> they just pull the rug out from under you. Because I... I really liked it. I thought there was something really cinematic about it. Mm-hmm. Like the way it's animated and the way the shots are composed. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This, um, it feels like an indie film. Like it has yeah. that pacing. It has that tone to it. I I would uh, see this as like a uh, eventually like adapted into an indie movie or something like that. Mm. Um, 
But yeah, I I like all of them very much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and like I think the I think these three episodes were good. Like I think we got like a good opener to the story, especially with all four of them coming together because obviously they're the four they're the group. Yeah. So I enjoyed it. I don't know if I'll keep watching it just because like <laughs> I don't think t- I don't think about it. <laughs> I like to read. Re- I'm into reading right now, <laughs> but maybe I would if I thought of it because it is really pretty. Like I love the part where I love the beginning when they're like in Antarctica and doing stuff. Yeah. And I also love the part with the book, like when they're looking at the book. That I don't know why that gave that gave me like your name vibes. I guess from when they're like looking at pictures of the town. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Just made me think of that. So I enjoyed it. Yeah, it, it's more of like a very pleasant, I don't know if a palate cleanser, but it's just a very pleasant moment, but it's not one that leaves you lingering for more of like, I gotta find out what happens next. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's supposed to be less about a trip to Antarctica and more about some girls Hunting. becoming friends. Yeah, yeah they have a common And finding, finding each other and stuff like that. Yeah, because having watched the next episode, you can tell my opinion on it since I kept going. Um, mm-hmm. they do a sort of like a training experience for like a long weekend where they go out camping mm-hmm. and play with the equipment, not play with the equipment, but like learn how to utilize it and stuff with the rest of the expedition and stuff. So there is that camping element of that, of them coming together with it. And, um, the very, you know, they wake up in the morning and they see the sunrise and it's this beautiful shot and stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I was on board with it just from the initial premise of like, it's laid back camp. And uh, then after watching it, I was like, I'm still on board with this. This is exactly what I wanted and how I expected it. Um, there's the one scene where uh, Shirase, uh, or they say Shirase can take her place on the Antarctic expedition. And she's like jumping around cheering like, yes, I knew it would work. Ha ha ha, this is great. It's all coming together. And she slams her toe against the wall and just like curls on the field <laughs> position. Just like, oh no. Like, it's just like in pain. I was like, this I is, can't like, go anymore. <laughs> My one good toe. <laughs> it kind of just also felt like also kind of karmatic because like you were saying Dana where she's like bragging how like I knew this would work and then it's like you know she gets slams yeah. her toe it's like don't don't get too high up on your horse there buddy like <laughs> remember that you're panicking every five seconds. You're um, a goof like the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. And like the chase sequence I really enjoyed like there's just a few moments of them bumping into like other people and just small moments where I genuinely was laughing out loud so it's that's a rarity for me so. Yeah, um, I yeah I really enjoyed it. I'll probably finish this by the, yeah next week at least. <laughs> well, yeah. So, uh, thank you for the recommendation, uh, Hattie Cosplay. Uh, yes, thank, yeah, you. thank you. If nothing else, this was a nice change of pace. It's a nice, nice quiet moment to reflect and enjoy. Yeah, I'll ask. What do we have going on next week? Uh, next week we will be watching. Um, it's a small indie movie. I don't know if a lot of people have heard about it, but, um, oh, yeah. we're watching the 1995 movie Ghost in the Shell. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. Sounds familiar. Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Impossible. Just kidding. <laughs> so, if there's a show you would like us to watch, you can send your recommendation to us at Are We There Yet on Twitter and Instagram or our email AreWeThereYet at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Patrick Dugan. You can find me on Instagram at Queen Period Weeaboo and on Twitter at Queen underscore Weeaboo and Queen underscore Weeaboo Art. You can find me on Twitter at ABTS Brendan. That stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which is a video game podcast. Oh, and a quick shout out to Louis Zong. He's got a new album out called Pocket. Yeah. He's kind enough to let us use his uh, song for our theme song, so I figured give him a shout out too. Yeah, we yeah. always shout out his band camp, but you can listen to his music on Spotify. I do it at work sometimes, and it's just mm-hmm. a nice, nice, pleasant, pleasant way to uh, <laughs> see the world crumble around you. Uh, <laughs> uh, listen to Levels. It's nice. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, thank you to Camille Ruley and Louis Zong. You can find all of Louis' music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. We're going penguin sledding.